Hi there. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission, the show to binge. If you're a values-driven coach building a business, you can feel proud of. So we've got a shiny new website that you really need to check out. It was long overdue for a website upgrade, and my wonderful team made it happen. Please take a moment this week and go check out my new digs over at DallasTravers.com. Okay, today's episode is for all of you coaches who've changed your niche or you want to change your niche, but you're nervous about starting over. Kelly Bonanno has been a health coach for several years, but her expertise and her life experience has brought her to a brand new niche, one that she feels totally inspired by and aligned with. So today, Kelly helps people navigate divorce with confidence and grace so they can become the best versions of themselves inside and out and make the next chapter their best chapter. And with this new niche in place, Kelly came to the episode with a few questions. Number one, how can I let my current list of subscribers know about this pivot? Number two, how can I leverage referral marketing to bring in more subscribers? This was tricky because in Kelly's world, most people who are going through a divorce are doing so privately. So referrals are tricky to come by. And then number three, what does my yearly plan look like to build my list and convert new subscribers into clients? So those are the three questions we tackled together during our conversation. And Kelly walked away with a pretty simple plan for consistent outreach, plus a plan to host a couple of big list building events every year. We do cover a ton of ground in this conversation. So make sure you're ready to take some notes. And with that, here's Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. Hi, Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) I am really excited for this conversation today because you have been on quite an evolution in your life, but also in your business. And I think we're both ready to talk about, to really strategize now how to make this new niche of yours thrive. So before we dive into that, could you just give us the 30-second version of where your business is at right now and how you got here? So my business is I'm coaching people who are recently divorced or going through the process, helping them navigate the process, either the process or you know coming off of divorce with confidence and grace and really creating the best life for themselves, the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's, there's, I mean, every divorce is different and everybody's different, but there's always that fear of that next step, the fear of the future, the fear of dating, the fear of every finances, everything. And so I really want to empower them and coach them to love the next chapter of their life and create the best next chapter. That's my goal. I love when I hear people say, oh, I'm happier than I've ever been. And that's the way it should be. And that's the way it could be. And taking the shame out of divorce. Yes. Thank you for saying that. And I think also, because I've known you for a while now, there's this other element of, I think, this belief that divorce, there's the shame, but it also, it has to be antagonistic and there's fighting and, you know, it has to be hard. And that wasn't necessarily your experience. So helping people experience the process of, Un, of the putting one relationship to bed, right? In a way yes. that can be, can honor themselves and honor their relationship. So you're doing this really important work for, a, what is it, 50% of marriages end in divorce. So there's a lot of potential yes. clients out there who really need you. <laughs> yeah. 
So let's talk now about what you want to get out of this conversation and how we can help your business really thrive the way that your personal life is thriving. So as you know, and I started as really a health coach wellness and with a big focus on, I I was known as like the eco-friendly girl, um, Mm -hmm. reducing toxic load, but also weight loss and sleep and really helping women over 40 with that perimenopause and menopausal. Now, a lot of them were divorced. Yeah. And then with my own evolution, as like, as you mentioned, it just landed more. It just kept morphing more toward life coaching because health coaching is life coaching. And so totally. yes, we can help you lose weight and get your macros and all these things and help you sleep better and all these things. But if we don't change some habits, change your mindset, change your, your lifestyle. And that, and part of that is your thoughts and I'm my own, I mean, I'm my first client. It's like, I'm, <laughs> you know, I needed to do all this work. So it's like the, the solutions that worked for me is how I help people. So what I'd like out of today's conversation is, you know, I've moved more toward helping the divorce people. Mm-hmm. And so building my business with that clientele and really attracting that clientele and moving more into that. I mean, there's still the wellness piece and the health piece. And that's what I love because a lot of people who are getting divorced or going through divorce, they, you know, what I hear a lot is some, you know, people in that I've spoken to, they're like, oh, I've let myself go. Or I, you know, I, I don't feel like I look my best. Well, let's get you there. Cause when you look better, you feel better. When you feel better, you look better and you're the best you can be, you know, put your best foot forward out in the world. So I love that. I also have that, that piece totally can get your, because the other thing is the health foundation, your mind, body connection is so important more than people even can even imagine. And when we're not our healthiest or at least, you know, as healthy as we can be, and I'm not about restriction or, you know, it's still Mm -hmm. drink the wine and eat the chocolate and have the nachos and have fun, but we work on our health so that we're feeling better, our best, because you're not going to get the mental, the advantages of the good mental state if your physical is not good. In fact, a lot of psychologists and therapists are actually recommending that their patients work with health coaches because mm-hmm. the, the connection is so important. So that's what I love is I can be really, really work on that mind-body connection. Okay. So it's interesting because in a lot of ways, your audience is not that different. The work that you do is not that different. The message perhaps is just a little more narrow or a little more clear. So now with this refreshed message, that's just so aligned. I just, I'm looking at your journey for the year and a half or whatever that I've known you. And I'm just like, yes, she's just been preparing for this next phase. It seems so obvious, but now we need to really roadmap. What are we going to do to bring in qualified leads and convert them into clients? Okay. So if you were to name the Why don't we start by sharing with me your favorite client attraction process or something that has worked for you in the past? My favorite and what has worked, I guess, in the past is, and I know you're not going to like this (laughs) summit. Oh, here we go. We're going to get in an (laughs) argument. (laughs) Right off the bat, I'm going to piss you off now. (laughs) Or summits, but I know that's an event. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not an ongoing. And I, I totally agree with you that we need these ongoing things. So referrals to some degree, that, that hasn't been the greatest. To yeah. some degree it has. But, um, yeah. And then just really getting visible. And like in the past I've done, you know, some webinars and, and those kinds of things. I yeah. haven't tried the lead magnet yet. And the reason I haven't is because 
I came into the hive kind of knowing that I was going to change. I remember even messaging when Kylie, your former mm-hmm. um, assistant, was, and I messaged, I said, I'm really kind of thinking about changing my niche a bit. And I, because I had already had this on my mind. Yeah. And she was like, oh, that's something we can work on. And it just felt so yeah. all those months when I was kind of stalling doing stuff, and it was because I wasn't in the right spot. Now, of course, I have been for several months. So this is. This it's is, time. So I haven't tried the lead magnets yet. I mean, lead magnet swap yet, but I think that feels like it could be good. So I am thinking that we can look at your coming out party in a way is the language that's coming up for me. <laughs> so because you've done plenty of summits, you love summits, you've got that down. So I could envision a world where for you, maybe twice a year, you do a big list building event of a summit, and then we can have maybe just three favorite habits that are designed to bring leads in throughout the year so that all of your eggs are not in the summit basket because that can just add an extra layer of stress and less continuity (laughs) with client attraction. All right. So if we were to build, let's just brainstorm a summit funnel high level, then we can get into planning it. And then with that big event plan in place, let's pepper in some daily or weekly visibility habits so that to set the summits up to be even more successful, but also to bring in clients before the summits happen. So we've got your the stage you are stepping out on once or twice a year is a summit. What, if you think about the summits you've run in the past, where are areas you could improve? And I don't mean the event. This is important for our listeners. A summit is one thing, but a an obstacle I see a lot of people bumping up against when it comes to summits is you put all of this work and maybe you get a bunch of people who opt in to the summit, but they're not necessarily ready or even you're ready to invest or your target audience. So I don't necessarily mean the summit event, but if you look at that whole summit funnel, where are the places that need to be fortified? Probably the post-summit. Mm-hmm. I've done master, you know, like a free masterclass right after and then nurtured. And, and mm-hmm. yes, and a lot of people sign up just for the summit. And that's just a given and that's going to happen. And then they, they unsubscribe. So really nurturing those who, who, don't, who are there for the real reason and really want to stay, you know, stay yeah. in my world, so to speak. So with the summit, is your summit typically like a five-day summit with 10 guests or how do you normally structure it? Give well, us the three the I've done have been live. So they've been, I did a, yeah, I did a two-day, a three-day and live. What I'd like to do this next one is recorded. And mm-hmm. I, my plan is to have, I'd like to have like 25 people and maybe like a five-day and have five, five each day. Great. So 25 people teach it Mm -hmm. different ways, but I I think that's good. I mean, it's just, you have so much experience with summits that you know yourself. And so you know what it means to have 25 guests. So if we did 25 guests in five days, one of the things that's so important when it comes to selling 
is I think it's easy for us to get so focused on nurturing folks that we make it hard for the hell yes people to buy, (laughs) right? Because we're like slowing the process down for them in a way. So I think we should look at places in that summit pipeline before you even shift to post-summit. Where can you start planting seeds that you are a coach that people can actually hire? And where else can we build in opportunities for you to generate revenue with your summit? Okay. So I've had a VIP mm -hmm. package, each Mm -hmm. one. I mean, you know, for like $39, $49. And what's included in the VIP package? Access, like whatever, quote, unquote, lifetime access to the summit, you know, the recordings. recordings. Mm -hmm. And then also a lot of good stuff. I do some of my product, like, because I have like a clean lead, like a seven day whole foods it's a whole foods detox cleanse. It's real food. It's not, you know, green juice or anything that a session with me and all the spe- a lot of the speakers have put in good stuff. Most of the VIP packages have been over 2000, like worth over 2000. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Good. I'm sure I could he- charge more. Here's an idea. I have two ideas. One is consider having lifetime access be to private podcast feed. So inside the hive, you know, all of our coaching recordings get pushed to a like a members only podcast. The tool we use for that is called Hello Audio. So with Hello Audio, you can, as part of the backstage pass, you're going to get lifetime access to our private podcast feed. But here's why this is helpful. Post Summit, now, anytime you want to sell, you have another touch point to your most engaged subscribers because right when i when a new podcast drops i get a notification on my phone if it's a podcast that i subscribe to so now you could just drop in throughout the months mini bonus episodes with CTAs to book a call with you or if you decide you want to do like do a client search you can now communicate with people through through the private podcast, or maybe you want to do a five-day challenge or a flash sale, the podcast is another vehicle to communicate. And it's actually much more user-friendly than you have access to the videos and you log in and you watch them. It's just in somebody's pocket, right? And in their ear. So that could help. I don't know that it would help sell more backstage passes or VIP packages, but it gives you an open line of communication post-summit. So put all of the interviews on that podcast in addition to original content that I'm going to add to that. So welcome to the summit, right? Get the VIP package. You're going to get a members only podcast feed where you'll have access to all of the summit recordings. Plus I will drop bonus episodes, you know, pop-up episodes to keep you on track and motivated. Okay, great. It do, would you say weekly, like a regular podcast? No, or? I wouldn't. But I would just, because then it almost loses. I don't think you have to do it weekly, but maybe, and you could just look at the content you're rolling out to your email list. And maybe there's once a month or once every eight weeks, a really great email you put out. You could just read that on the podcast, right? And be yeah. like, hi folks, it's <laughs> Kelly. I'm dropping in. I just sent out this email and I wanted, I'm going to read it to you. And then I'm going to talk about why this is important. So just another way to build trust and affinity and also be able to sell. So that's my first idea for the summit. The second idea, what if as part of the VIP package, we also, because this allows you to talk about the fact that you're coaching people, 
part of the VIP package is they have the opportunity to win a raffle, which is a four coach, I'm making this number up, but a four session VIP coaching experience with you. So here's why this is helpful. Number one, you get to talk about the fact that you coach and that there are sessions that people can have. (laughs) And it's positioned, right, as this raffle that folks can win. But then post-raffle, almost immediately, so the summit is five days. Maybe on day five, you have a wrap-up party because you're all about the fun. So there could be like a live wrap-up party. That's where you announce the winner. And for those of you who didn't, win, don't worry, because for the next five days, you have the opportunity to get my coaching starter pack. I'm making this up, Kelly, on the fly, but <laughs> my coaching star- starter pack, it's three ses- or four sessions for the price of three or something where they're incentivized to take immediate action to get started coaching with you. And we've set them up from the moment they've signed up for the summit. They're already, if they've purchased the VIP level, they're already thinking about coaching with you. Yes. Okay. Any thoughts or questions around that? I like that a lot. Now, so do this for the summit rather than the monthly coaching that you know that you teach us in the hive. You know, well, I'm the just, chocolate and vanilla. You're just talking about Yeah, we're talking we've got our blinders on and we're really just looking at a summit strategy. Okay. Where okay. are there possible gaps to fill? so that the summit converts more immediately into clients. Okay, I see what and you're saying. And one yeah. is like we're positioning this VIP package so now more people hopefully will buy the VIP package. Now they're on the podcast so they're hearing from you while they're driving in their car or while they're doing the dishes and listening, right? They're hearing from yeah. you periodically and you get to talk very directly about the fact that you're a coach, which sometimes with summits, that's not the strategy, right? We just get people in, we host this great event, you become the interviewer more than you become the expert. So we need to turn that on its head a little bit. So people Mm -hmm. immediately see you as a coach and immediately we've set up an environment where they will want coaching because they can win it. Okay. And I like that because it's just like a lower barrier to entry. It's, it's. I would think that that would be easier for them to want to grab than, ooh, monthly um, ongoing coaching. That might, it's like, that might be a little too much for for these brand new people. Agreed. So, just for our listeners, especially if you're a Hive member, you've heard me talk often about like selling a package of sessions just sets you up to have to re-enroll folks all the time. But this is an exception to that rule because it's connected to the summit. These are brand new people coming into your world. So we're going to incentivize them. We're going to just let them know that coaching is an option from the get-go. When you've done summits in the past, and then we'll shift gears a little bit, how much do you position yourself as an expert when you're doing the summits? I feel like I do pretty well. I let them know who I am. And and in all the interviews, it feels like I can pepper that in because I whatever the mm-hmm. interviewee is saying, I can relate to it. And so they, they do know. And maybe not enough, though. And then, then I do uh, you know offer the masterclass and, and I tell them about my coaching, but not probably not enough. I wonder if it would be too much work. So we've got five days and every day has a bit of a theme to it. Is that typically how you organize the summit? Well, I'm, I haven't done it. Oh, you've this never way done it yet. this way. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, but I, that's kind of what I plan. I hope okay. to have some sort of a theme every day. Okay. That's so how let's it's just imagine, yeah, let's imagine that there are five days and as much as you can get experts in a certain theme, right, you would do that. I would recommend that you record and it's like 10 minutes. It's intentionally short. You record your own mini masterclass, if you will, for every one of those five days. So day one kicks off and it's all about taking care of your physical health because you want to look and feel your best post-divorce. And you've got these five experts, but we're going to kick it off with a 10-minute class from Kelly talking about your expertise. So every day begins again with you positioned as the expert rather than just the host. So you're a pro at summits. I love this idea of maybe two summits a year. I'm just going to make it easy for myself. Let's say they're in January and June. The only reason I'm saying that is because that's month one and month month six of the year, and it helps me organize my brain. But we've got two summits a year, and the goal really is list building. And I think these little suggestions for dropping in coaching for integrating selling earlier on in the summit are going to make a difference. Is there anything else you want to address around these list building events before we shift gears a little bit and look at your ongoing habits for client attraction? Oh, you know, there's so many schools of thought about people getting people on your summit that have a larger audience. Cause I think that's one of the reasons that I, I didn't grow that much is because some of them had a very small audience. Mm-hmm. How important do you think that is? I feel like this is one of those questions where if my mood was different, I'd have a different answer. So take <laughs> yeah. this with a grain of salt. <laughs> I think for me, the number one thing that's important is alignment. I'll give you an example. This, a summit I did a couple years ago, The person with the smallest list, I didn't care because I knew she would give a great interview that would be very valuable and very aligned with the kind of audience that I wanted to attract. I think her list was only like 1,300 people or something. And I had other people with 20,000 subscribers on their list. She brought in the most summit subscribers. Wow. It was, I think she brought in just on her own something like 400 people, which is a third of her list. It was bananas. Wow. And it was because of the alignment. So we can't just assume that the bigger the list, the more Summit subscribers. So for me, priority one would be alignment. Priority two then would be list size. So maybe if there's 25 people, you designate um, five spots for excellent guests and you don't even care if they have a list because you know they're going to elevate the quality of the listener's experience. Yeah. And then you've got five people who you have invited them because of their list size. And then everybody and then the 15 people in the middle can just be everybody yeah. else. And that's how I've been in the past too, the alignment and just just giving really good content and it's true and and having that rapport. And that's what I love about summits. I've met so many, you know, such great collaborations and I've, you know, met so many people that I are now friends and, you know, kind of colleagues. So it's really cool. So, and we have to remember the number one goal of the summit for your business is list building, mm-hmm. right? So just finding that balance between yeah. accomplishing that goal and producing an aligned, valuable event. And it's maybe yes. we aim for a 50-50 split there, right? 
Anything else around summits before we shift to your ongoing client attraction habits? No, I just want your thoughts. Like I, my, my plan was to do one in September. Great. Because now that I've kind of got my content confidence, yeah. <laughs> my catchy catchphrases, all my, you know, <laughs> for listeners and my, <laughs> my hive quote unquote homework. So I feel so like settled with that. I'm so happy. Mm. Like I love my catchy catchphrases and all that. So I feel like that's all set. I'm ready. I've got lead magnet. And I also am going to leave you in my newsletter, like you mentioned. So I'm ready to do that. So I'm ready to do my outreach. I've got a list of people. I need a bigger list, but I have already like 10 people I'm going to, you know, reach out to some ideas for others. So it's June. I mean, I think if I get on it this week, next week, and just start recording, I was kind of aiming for September 18th. Yeah. So just for our listeners, Kelly and I are recording this on June 21st. So that gives you 90 days essentially. I would just prioritize that you're going to want to get all of the recordings done by the end of July. Yes. So that way you've got all of August to get your content in place. And then the first couple weeks of September to promote and get your guests excited. So I would just prioritize getting those recordings in the can. Because I'm, I'm on vacation from like August 28th to September 8th. So I wanted to get everything all ready by then. Yeah, yeah. Even if you ended up pushing it to the last week of September, because back to school season, especially for your audience, they may not be as plugged in until the middle of the month. So if you started your promotion, I'm not looking at a calendar, but if you started your promotion on like September 15th and there's a two-week window and then the summit itself is that last week of September or even the first week in October. I just wonder if your our audience would be yeah. more tuned in. You know, that's a good point. And I thought about that too. It's just school is now starting so early, like in yeah. August, you know, it's so true. I thought, well, maybe September, but not everywhere. Not everywhere. Yeah. It yeah, just feels like true. every single year it's, it gets moved back. I'm like, what are we going to start? Start in July sixth next year. Yeah. It's like the kids will have a weekend off yeah, in the, for exactly. summer. Yeah. Summer break, so, a long weekend. If you're gonna be traveling, just give yourself some buffer because a summit, even if all of your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed, there's just energy that's required in the summit and you want to make sure you can bring that energy. Yeah. Okay. I, I was planning it so like what right when I got home was the promo period, but it would be nice to have a little bit of a buffer. And Great. Yeah, so maybe that last week of September or the beginning of October would be better. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Great. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45-second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom-built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored.
All right, so let's now, so twice a year, you will have your big list building event. You've got things in place to nurture folks at new subscribers on your list. You're putting out content. You've gone through our content course, so you just feel really aligned. Let's talk now about ongoing habits for client attraction. So I know when you were more focused on weight loss, something that we bumped up against a lot when it came to referral marketing It's very sensitive to refer someone to a health coach, right? To a weight loss coach. That's just super tricky. So uncomfortable. Uh, What are your feelings around what kind of obstacles might also exist when it comes to referral sources for clients? Because I did client surge and what what I've heard is, oh, this is so great. This is such a necessary, like people are happy for me that I'm thriving after divorce and they think it's great because it's needed. You know, people need this. I don't know anybody now, but I'll keep you in mind. And what I've thought about doing is now that I have my lead magnet and my newsletter name, Loving Life After Divorce. Yay. Subscribe now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) is going back to ambassadors, because this is what's true for me. No one knew we were getting divorced. It's like, right. oh, all of a sudden, you might not think you know someone, but I bet at least a few people you know are thinking about it or in the process and nobody knows about it yet. So would you maybe share this lead magnet or my newsletter to you know on social media or wherever you can? Okay. You're so on point here. I'm going to think out loud for a second. What if for on top of all of your summit production, we gamified this? So one thing I learned a lifetime ago, I did the a, like a three-day walk for to raise money for breast cancer awareness. And we had to collect a certain, like a minimum amount of donations in order to be able to participate. And I could not figure out why people were lame. <laughs> And not willing to give me five bucks. I just couldn't understand it. And then I realized, oh, this is not clear enough to them. So then I did the math, and I'm going to make it up here, but it was something like, if everyone who's reading my request donates $3, I will double the requirement for what I need to be able to participate. Can you donate $3? And then by a certain date. So it was a specific number. And I did the math for them. So was I was able to illustrate the impact that their $3 had. And people reacted right away. So this is something that you've seen inside of Client Surge a little bit, but I find is so helpful. It even came up on our Hive call yesterday. So what if we gamified it? I'm pulling a number. I'll have you pull a number out of the sky. If in 30 days you added a specific number of people to your mailing list, what number would like feels attainable if you worked hard for it, right? Like a, a, a stretch goal, but something that you could actually achieve. 500. Yeah, that was the same number in my mind. Oh, okay, good. Totally. <laughs> so what if we frame, this is going to be your homework assignment, and you can bring it to the next Hive call. I am on a mission to help more people love life after divorce, so I've created a bit of a game. Here's the truth. When I was going through my divorce, nobody knew that we were going through it, so there are probably people in your life who need this resource, so I'm going to invite you to play along with me. 
If everyone who receives this request forwards this note, like posts this on social, forwards this note, I will reach the goal of impacting 500 lives. But I need your help and I need your help before next Wednesday. Are you in? So it's just like, we don't know, but let's see if we could get this in the hands of 500 people who are in the midst of deciding about divorce, going through divorce, coming up for air post-divorce. And we have to really emphasize here the fact that they don't know who these people are. So for you to even say, I'm not asking you to identify an individual. I'm asking you to spread the word because the people who need this haven't told you they need it yet. I mean, that could be fun. And I met my boyfriend fairly soon after. And so people were like, some people were like, I get messages. Who, what, huh? (laughs) Oh, like right. Either, either they they're even know you were. Yeah, either they're divorced or they have an open marriage. <laughs> Something's new. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my closest, our closest friends, you know, knew, but in some family knew, but it just, because we did the work yep. first and we did a mediation and, and, and so, and he, he had moved out and we didn't, we, I just didn't like announce it. And I no. didn't think that I'd meet somebody and he met someone he's got a, a wonderful girlfriend too that's amazing um, yeah it's awesome i know that's why my like loving life after divorce I'm like i mean no disrespect to my ex-husband it's not like oh now i'm loving life got rid of him it's not that it's that was a great relationship a great marriage it ran its course we were not meant to be together and now we're both happy yeah it's brilliant Okay, so let's just think about this idea. What questions do you have? What do we need to address in order for you to be able to run with this game of 500 invisible people who aren't telling you they need this in 30 days? Wait, wait, was it? Yeah, so what questions do you have in order to be able to implement on this? Well, who to reach out to? Definitely almost everyone that I uh, contacted for client surge. Mm-hmm. And I feel like other people too. Like I can ask just about anybody this. Okay. So let's, we're going to do a little bit of guessing here, but so if the goal is 500, I think you need to challenge, how many people are on your email list right now? A little over 600. Okay. So everybody on your email list, I think you need to post inside the hive. There are people in the hive who know people right? They can push one of your Instagram posts to their stories at the very least. So all of your hive peers, other communities that you're a part of or other untapped resource, maybe past summit guests. You've done these summits in the past. Great. Summit experts. So we're looking at, so there's 600 people on your list. I feel like if you're going to get 500 subscribers, a thousand people need to hear about this. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Because not everyone's going to take action and the people who, so that's the game you get to play. And I, I can put it on my, my personal Facebook wall. Totally. You know, all over social media. You know how personal sometimes gets, like nobody even sees stuff on a Facebook. Oh, on your business page. You know, on the completely. business page. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my group has, does, hasn't, my group is about 800 people. Engagement's been very, like, I feel like Facebook is not engaging groups like they used to. Agreed. That's why we're moving out of our Facebook group inside the hive. So that's a conversation. That's another episode right yeah, there, right? right? <laughs> what, to, what to replace your Facebook group with. All right. So is it, could we do the month of July is loving life after divorce month. July is loving life after divorce month. Here's my story. I'm on a mission and I'm challenged myself. I want to get this 
lead magnet, this whether it's your newsletter or whatever you've got in the hands of 500 people and I need your help because the people who really need this are not advertising that they need it. So here's what I want you to do. Let's see if together we can help 500 people who are struggling, who are in the mire of divorce. I think yeah. you could do it. I think I can too. And I'll start in June. I'm going to start today. <laughs> okay, you're going to start. That's so you. That's so on brand <laughs> know, right? for you. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So that also feels like an event. So yeah. what, let's see how this goes. And if it's successful, my goodness, you could in January and June or January and July host a summit every year. In April and October, you could gamify you could be this community organizer, right? Who yeah. gamifies list building. So now you've got a list building event every quarter. And I could even reach out to the same people. Say, hey, remember last totally. April? I- yeah. Well, gonna, and all the gotta- new people on your list from your summits. Yes. Right? Yes. And from this gamification of your list build. All right. So here's another opportunity to, that I think you can really seize. And we've talked about it a little bit. Kelly, you need to be on video every damn day, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so what is... Okay. okay. I would love for you to get on TikTok Ooh. and get on Instagram Reels. And you should be... Should. And I want to invite you to publish a reel a day, or at least three a week. The oh, same wow. reel goes to TikTok. You're a walking advertisement for... Loving life after divorce. Like you're just, you tick all of the boxes to be very successful at this. So, how can I help you get ex- as excited as I am about really shifting to a TikTok and Reels strategy for social? Well, I've already kind of known that I need to do this. So, I've been shooting some Reels and I, I did a, a, uh, an interview with a local family law attorney. She does these these interviews and she, we did several of them. So I've been taking snippets of those and turning them into reels. I have to be more intentional about it for sure. Now that I've done like the content conference, all that, I'm on to list building and, you know, I'm trying to map out that whole social media plan. And, and yeah, you have the, like the three and one or the five and two, and I was mm-hmm. leaning toward the five and two yeah. doing more. Yeah. Yeah. You're not and afraid not. of work. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. And video, I'm not afraid of video. I went Facebook Live all the time. I did. And then I kind of fell off of it because it wasn't, you know, I mean, it just, it wasn't doing what it needed to be doing. It just, yeah. I wasn't getting the the return on it. So, yeah. but I feel like now, now it's new. That was then, this is now. <laughs> I think it might be helpful if you and I took a few minutes here to craft a template or a formula for all of your real scripts, because that's the thing that can yes. really make things challenging, right? Yes. But if you had a formula, you could plug in, and we'll use one of your catchy catchphrases to do it now. Okay. Um, you could just rinse and repeat and plug in. And then the other thing that you can totally cheat is writing a real script and then plugging it into AI, like chat GPT, and saying, like, can you write me a caption to go along with this real script? Oh, yeah. It'll crank out a caption for you. And then take that caption and say, can you turn this caption into a 60-second script for Instagram Reels? And it'll give you another version. So for every one original piece of content, like real script you craft, you can double it. 
right? And have chat GPT like tweak okay. it and give you something else. It's never a finished product. You also have to edit, of yeah. course, yeah. but it's really helpful. So is there anyone that you – who puts reels out or TikToks out that you really like? I don't know. I'm not really – I'm not on TikTok. I don't watch – Yeah, that'll be a whole new frontier. Reels that I like – well, you <laughs> – <laughs> that was a leading question. You no, passed. I, I'm just, I'm really, I, I do like reels. You know, I like mm-hmm, them. Me so, too. So it makes yeah. it, you know, the thought of it is fun to do. I don't know that there's anybody in particular. And I like them. Oh, this doctor. He's a, he's a doctor. I think he's a plastic okay. surgeon. But he talks a lot about esthetician stuff and, you know. Yeah. Anti-aging. <laughs> so the first step around this, and just do it for 10 minutes a day, scroll through reels. That was the thing that helped me go from, hell no, I am never, I'm never doing this. I don't care. I'll close my business down before I have to do (laughs) film this stuff. I just had a lot of, it's funny now to think about it, but I just thought, you know what? I just need to expose myself to this first. So just scrolling through reels to start to see number one, how dumb they are. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like they don't have to be that great. And then you also start- so simple, but you'll start to notice reels that you like, that catch your eye, right? There are a handful of people who I'll log in to Instagram and intentionally go to their account because I like their reels so much. Mm. And that's what we're aiming for. So yeah. if you can just develop a practice, if you're just 10 minutes scrolling through reels and you'll start to notice what you notice, and then that's what you can model. But here's what I'm thinking for a formula for you. I'll pitch it and then we can tweak it so it really feels aligned. What if all of your reels were kind of broken into three parts? One is, we'll call it a new thought or a new belief. So if I'm going through divorce or contemplating divorce, what is a belief I have that's stopping me from really loving life after divorce? And then, so that would be the first piece. And then the second piece would be to tell a little story about why that belief is wrong and then bring it back to like an action or a lesson for folks. And that lesson is a sentence, right? So it might be, so this week, I want you to just pretend that you're like, even if you're not in the best shape of your life, you're in good enough shape to get started. So just like that little button, the takeaway. Should we try one and see how this formula might work? Yeah. Okay, great. So what is, and I think you've got your catchy catchphrases in front of you, what is a belief that your dream client needs to hold in order to be ready to invest in coaching with you? Divorce is not a tragedy. Staying in a loveless, you know, unhappy marriage is. Great. (laughs) That's one (laughs) big one. So there are two ways that we could kick off each one of these scripts. One is, here's the belief you need to have, or here's the thing you're thinking incorrectly. So here's the belief you need to have would be, listen, divorce is not a tragedy. Staying in an unhappy marriage is the real problem. Then we transition to, let me tell you why. So, and we don't have to go into the details, but could you share a quick 30, 45 second mini story about either your experience, a client's experience, or maybe a metaphor. I'll give you an example of a metaphor right now. Let me tell you why. 
I have a pair of heels that are so pretty, but every time I only wear them about once a year because every time I do, they pinch the hell out of my pinky toe. And by the end of the night, not only am I walking around barefoot, but I have promised to never wear those shoes again. Staying in an unhappy marriage is like walking around in a pair of shoes that pinch your feet. So there's like just a really quick metaphor that people can hook into. I don't want to ask you to tell the story of your divorce, but can you also see how you could share, I'll make something up, right? My husband and I were married for 19 years, but you know what? Looking back, I realized that for the last six years, we never really had a heart to heart. And now he's got a girlfriend who is a perfect match for him. I'm in an amazing relationship and it would have been a shame for both of us to stick together because we're supposed to. So that might be another example. And then we shift it to like, here's what I want you to think about, or here's the thing for you to do. So it might be, so here's what I want you to do. Go to your closet. There's a pair of jeans, a blouse, a pair of shoes, something you're hanging on to that is not comfortable. Take it to Goodwill today. That's the first step to giving yourself permission to start to love life after divorce. Done. Purging. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But this formula, what we're looking at is the formula. Here's the belief. Mm -hmm. Here's a story to make the point. And here's what I want you to do with this information. Does that formula feel like it could be helpful for you to crank some reels out? Definitely. Great. I like it. Yeah. Great. So I use an app. It's called the Reveal app, R-E-V-E-A-L. It has a really great teleprompter on it. Full disclosure, it also has a really nice filter. That's really why I use it. Sounds good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while, I'll see a reel I did. I'm like, ooh, I kind of overdid it with the filter there. But in general, I've got it about right. So with the Reveal app, you can write this script, put it right into the app, and now you've got a teleprompter. So you don't even have to memorize this script. You just read along. Right. And if you mess up, you can go back. It's very easy. And I then, could not find it on my phone. Because mm, I, I remember yeah. you mentioned it in yeah. the, one of the coaching calls. Yeah. You know what? For our listeners, we'll put a link in the show notes. And Kelly, when we're done recording here, I'll make sure to help you find okay. it. Okay. I think you. there are a few different apps with yeah. that name. And I, yeah. I downloaded the wrong one. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is not what. But I really think that consistent. Tell it like it is content, leveraging hashtags. So this is going to be another little research project for you to do and ChatGPT can help you. Like you can ask it to give you 15 relevant hashtags that go with this script. What we need is more reach with your organic content because then people follow you, they get on your list, you're inviting them into a sales call every six to eight weeks, and that's how we stay in client flow. And that's what really supports and is the foundation to these other big list building events. Okay. So what thoughts or questions do you have about this, our plan to make you an influencer? Is that what just happened? I think so. (laughs) I better buckle up. So I guess it's, it's, coming up with ideas. If you said three to five times a week, mm-hmm. I guess some of them can be just short and very short and almost not that formula necessarily, just something simple and even The formula even will help you. The formula yeah. will help you. So I mean, on most of them, yes. I mean, for all, like 
I don't know. I feel like I'm going to run out of ideas, although I never do. Well, when you run out of ideas, it's a sign that you can start to repurpose your content. The algorithm, if like even the most influential accounts, it's something like 5% of their followers actually see their content. But let's test this theory that you might run out of ideas. So one of your catchy catchphrases was divorce is not a tragedy. An unhappy marriage is another way to, so what's the belief I hold that like I should be ashamed of the divorce or? My marriage failed. I'm a failure. Mm. I made mistakes. Great. Because of so, my mistakes that I'm, I'm here in with a failed marriage. Okay, so three possible headlines from this one catchy catchphrase yeah. just in the heat of the moment here. Divorce is not a tragedy. An unhappy marriage is. Your marriage di- didn't fail. Newsflash, your marriage did- didn't fail. You're in a new season now. Divorce is not something to be ashamed of. Or just because you're divorced doesn't mean you're broken. So just here in our conversation, we True. have four different tags. Yeah. Can you think of... Just for fun here, another metaphor to make this point that like the real problem here is staying in a an unhappy marriage. So we talked about the shoes that don't fit. What other possible metaphors re- like illustrate this truth? Well, it's like staying in a job too long. You know, you're mm-hmm. afraid to get a new job because it's comfortable, it's it's steady income. And like for instance, back in the day when I worked at TGI Fridays. <laughs> And I worked there for six years. And yes, it was a great job. You helped, you know, I could go to school and do it. It was great tips. It was fun. But it got to a point. And when I finally did, that catapulted me. I mean, it was kind of a stepping stone. But if I hadn't done that, then I wouldn't have gone to New York and gotten a really great job and met somebody. And then when I came back to LA, I got a great connection, ended up in my career in CBS at CBS yes. network television, you know, it's such a great tan. Like TG, I worked at TGI Fridays <laughs> for six years. That's yeah. a, an excellent piece of content. Great. Can you think of another metaphor to make this point that divorce is not the tragedy and unhappy marriage is? Well, I mean, going back to like when I was helping people with, with health coaching, so they're so afraid to make ch- changes and, oh, I, I you know, I, I don't want to give up that food or give up that food or, or change my lifestyle or it's too hard to make these habits. And then once they started working, it's not that hard. And then they, then they didn't even realize how bad they felt. They feel so much better. And they're like, wow, I didn't even realize how bad I felt. They were yes. All- yeah. So you could tell a specific story of a client who didn't want to give up red wine. And so you just get really specific about the benefit there, right? And yes. how they didn't realize how bad it was until they were out of it. I just thought of another one. You know, I've historically been a short-haired person and I wanted to grow my hair out so for so long, but I would not tolerate that awkward six months of middle like weird hair grow out. So what would I do? I would just keep cutting my hair, robbing myself of the thing I really wanted because I wasn't willing to go through six months of weird hair, right? There's another illustration. The illustrations are endless when you start like looking for them. So what if you were giving you a lot of homework, so the timing around this, you decide. But with each one of your catchy catchphrases, could you take yourself through this exercise? Here's the catchy catchphrase. What are like two other ways to say this point that could be headlines for my reels? And then can I think of three different 
metaphors to illustrate this point. And you could very easily have months <laughs> worth of content. Yeah, you're right. Outlined. You are right. Yeah. And then it's just time to repurpose. People need to hear yes. the same message over oh, and definitely. over again. Love repurposing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. So what other objections do you have to being an influencer that we need to overcome? <laughs> do you batch your reels pretty much? Like film a um, bunch of them? Yeah, it depends on my mood. So I typically craft my content for the week, at least a week before. And then, yeah, I'll when I film my reels, I'll usually do them in a sitting, but just for the week, right? So I'm filming no more than three to five at a time. But I find the easy part is filming. It's The hard part is thinking about what I'm going to say. So right. once I'm in the groove, it's pretty easy to film. So that's typically how I do it. And I remember hearing you say in, I think it was a coaching, maybe even on a podcast, that carousels do well. Yeah. Your carousels do well. So I yeah. wanted to start doing some of those. Yeah. So video is very helpful for reach, getting in front of people who don't already follow you. And that's your biggest obstacle right now right, is yes. getting in front of more eyeballs. And then it's carousels that help to deepen the connection and the trust with people who do follow me. So it's the carousels that actually convert into sales calls and clients, but the carousels wouldn't do that if I didn't have the video to get in front of people right. who weren't already following me. So they really support each other. Okay. Well, as we wrap up here, let's hear from you. What is... We started creating this roadmap. I'd love to hear what your vision of the roadmap is and what your next steps are. Well, first of all, I love it. I just, it feels so right and doable and yeah. So I'm super excited to start doing the outreach, getting these speakers in place. And like you said, getting the recordings done because once those are done, then yeah. I'll, and having my loving July being loving life after divorce month. I love that. <laughs> and I, I think I would like to do a couple of like, get that. I know you suggest two a month lead magnet swaps mm -hmm. in place. I think I need to do some like find two people like ASAP. I think that would be really good. I'd love these real ideas. I think you're right. They'll be endless. Do ideas. you have time in the next seven days to just block off 90 minutes to go in your brainstorming cone of silence and looking at your catchy catchphrases, do that assignment I just mentioned of just coming up with different metaphors and ideas because that oh, will yeah. really ignite action. Yes, I do. Great. I do. And I can come up with, you know, several different, because they're short. It's not like, yeah, you know, they're writing a manifesto here. Just, yeah. and I can well, probably the hard come up part with... is getting them short enough, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sometimes that is true, yeah. <laughs> I could probably come up with, you know, several different scripts and start, start knocking them out. Great. So my takeaway, like our roadmap to attract clients, we've got four events every year, two summits, and then two like months dedicated to helping out those invisible people who are looking for support with their divorce. So those are where you'll have that list surge. We've talked about plugging a few holes with the summit. So that feels really good. And then you're going to lean into social to get in front of more eyeballs. And you are a perfect candidate for video. So we looked at a hopefully pretty simple plan for you to crank out some reels and start to impact people's lives. Love it. Yes. I love it. 
I did. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this you're is welcome. So fun. I told my boyfriend, I was like, I've been listening to her podcast for years. And I remember a couple of years ago saying, oh, I would love to be a coaching guest on her podcast. You did it. You're <laughs> here. It came true. It's so exciting. <laughs> uh, this, I think this conversation is going to inspire a lot of listeners too. So thank you for volunteering and for being so open. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, folks, for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now, and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.